0: Hey, look, man, episode 188, man, thin line between genius and insanity, man. It's the lights on, the cameras on. Look, everything's a goat, right? We locked in. Look, man, let's go get this motherfucker rockin', man. I ain't gonna hold you. Welcome to Raw Edge! OG. man, you know the fuck, man. We're play on me, man. DJ! with y'all, man. Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of The Thin Line Between Genius and Sanity Podcast. It's by yours truly. Oh, gee! Now spin that fucking block. <sighs> A little under the weather, but that don't stop the motherfucking me show. The show must motherfucking go on. This is the episode right after Thanksgiving. Allow me to say I'm thankful for all the friends of the show. Without you, I wouldn't be who I am. Without you, this show wouldn't be what the fuck it is. But just always make sure you tell them, hey, Nass niggas, them bitch ass niggas in the back. I've always been. For the bitches, for the bitches, for the bitches, for the bitches, for the bitches. For the bitches. Oh, man, I've bitches, always niggas. been. The flies, uh huh. Highest. I'm high as fuck right now. The coolest. I've been told I've been a cool nigga since a youth. Smoothest, mister. Take your mother. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I've always been that guy, man. Oh, gee, hash, who the fuck it is, man. Hope you're out there looking good, feeling good, staying safe, man. it's a whole lot of shit going on Transmantation each and every episode. I want to shout out to everybody around the world that's tapping and join the conversation. Man. I truly appreciate all love and support. Let's keep this empire break by motherfucking me break, man. If you tap in on the DSPs, wherever you find your podcast at, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, etc., etc., Leave a review, man. Let's get this show in the right hands, man. If you're watching on YouTube at OGI's TV, let me go ahead and say this right now. I'm sorry. Wow. Look, I haven't uploaded a video in at least a week or two. I've been busy, okay? Get off my fucking back, bitch. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Don't mean to call you bitches, but goddamn. <laughs> nah, man. No, just aside, man. I am pretty bummed out that I haven't been getting episodes uploaded like that. And also, just overall with the show entirely, I fled like, um the social media presence. Um, me particular, I've, I've dropped. I've a lot just because I don't have a lot of time to just be sitting around on my on my phone, my computer, on my tablet, on my iPad to be uh, creating content. Um, just because I'm not really home like that, you know what I'm saying? When I am home, shit, nigga, I be tired as a month. With sleep, goddamn me, trying to catch up on sleep and stuff like that. So, um, but no excuses. I will be getting this shit uploaded, man. We'll, we'll be getting a lot of stuff clear, especially before the motherfucking year is over. I want to be caught up with every motherfucking me thing. Um, we got what, 12 more episodes episode 188. So we got 11 more episodes after this we reach our goal. Um, I definitely want to hit that by the end of December, man. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're definitely going to do it. I probably want to start the new year off, you know what I'm saying, with phase three. I, I'm not entirely sure, man. I'm still trying to do some some digging and how I'm for the end this year in this phase two element just because um a few months ago, <laughs> I didn't plan on having another job like that. So it was like, this shit kind of happened out of nowhere. So it's like, I got to, you know, adjust my time, adjust my thing, adjust my planning. But we will get the motherfucking me show on the right road for you guys. And I truly apologize um, for the lack of motherfucking me promotion and show to, to show that you guys motherfucking me love and enjoy. Um there's a whole lot of show in the motherfucking me document. I'm not gonna hold you. Um I do want to jump right into it just because I am feeling a little bit under the weather. Um, it is a Saturday, so I do gotta hurry up and get my ass to motherfucking me work. And I also want to eat before I go to work, Where I've been damn near passing out these last couple days. But that's a story for another motherfucking me episode. Um, you know, I've talked about the the, the PDD situation, the man and main name. Check out last episode if you haven't checked that out by now. Uh, I've talked about the P. Diddy situation, him and the Cassie uh, situation, her suing him, him selling the next day. And I said on that episode that I didn't know if it was a smart idea, a boss move. I didn't know what to call that play exactly from P. Diddy of selling so fast. I don't know if that's a signal that he's guilty or not. I know from us broke people, us peasants, us people, us third parties, We're looking at this situation like, oh, that nigga's guilty as fuck. But also, we've never been in a situation to have $50 million, $30 million, however the fuck amount of money it was, to just kick to somebody and it not really hurt them. We've never been in that situation. What does it cost to, how much would you pay to stop a story? No matter if it's true or false. We know what era we live in. Trust me, I'm not caping for D at all because I'm about to go into some more shit that came out. But how much would we pay if we were billionaires? How much would we pay for a story that we know in 2023, no matter if it's true or false, could motherfucking be fuck growing legs? That motherfucking strap on a jetpack and fucking take the fuck off. How much would you pay to dead that noise? How much would you pay if you got a billy over a billy? You your you, your your funds. Or never ending at this point. There's not an end in sight for your funds. Your fucking kids are millionaires on their own now. You're good for life, buddy. How much would you pay? $30 million ain't shit to P. Diddy. $50 million ain't shit to Sean Combs, bro. I'm sorry. So that's why I said I don't know if that's a boss move. I don't know if that's just business. I don't know if that's a sign of a nigga saying, Fuck, they got me. How can I, you know, get my way out of this and make sure I'm okay type shit? I didn't know what to call that play. I wanted to make sure I said I didn't know what to call that play. But I knew what was going to come from that play. And what came from that play and what I stayed on that episode is that there's going to be much, much more women. Any woman that man has ever touched is going to come out and say some shit. And look what the fuck we have here. Wow. There's been two more um, uh, uh, um, lawsuits filed against P. Diddy. There's been two more. And to be honest with you, I've read through them. You know, I've listened through. I could listen to academics go through them as well. I don't really think they hold the same credibility as the Cassie's uh, lawsuit. Because we know Cassie have been with that man. We know she did shave her motherfucking me head. And we do know, as men, we do know hair when it comes to women. When hair gets shaved, that means some trauma shit that went through. Or nine times out of ten, that didn't happen. They may swag it the fuck out. But they trying to shed some goddamn skin. And for her to do that, we all look there like, oh, she do look good, but huh. And to know that he made her do that, huh? And to know how he was moving, huh? But these new lawsuits don't hold the same credibility because, yes, one of them is from a lady that he was in a music video I with from a long, long time ago, and the other one is from a Jane Doe. I don't think Diddy will settle these the damn sure not as fast as he sells other because it's already been over twenty four hours. But well, I don't think there's going to be a settlement with this. But also, what the academics did pull a, a point out when all this shit first dropped is you're going to see the media spin. And I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of weird because I'm, no, I'm nowhere near on the level of academics. I'm nowhere near on the level of you know ESPN, the Foxes, and all these other networks that I be tapping in with. But a lot of the shit that they be saying. I totally understand now because I'm on on this side of the motherfucking me field, bro. Because when you see the media spin, it's like, damn, this shit kind of wicked. It make you reflect on all those years growing up when you you was just hearing shit and you believed it because it was in the media. It was was the news spin. When this P. Diddy shit dropped, now you got everybody getting motherfucking me sued. You got Jamie Foxx getting sued. You got Jimmy motherfucking Irving getting sued. Wow. That nigga Jimmy Irving said, I ain't never heard no shit like this. <laughs> that nigga Jimmy Irving said, fuck saying whether or not he did it or not. Jimmy Irving said, yo, what the fuck is this? I ain't never heard of no shit like this. You got everybody getting sued. Everybody that got some money. Everybody that got some motherfucking me money is liable to get motherfucking me sued. I'm not finna go as far as blaming it on the culture back in the day. What's fucked up now was fucked up back then. Let's keep it above. Morals is morals. What was fucked up now is was fucked up back then. And honestly, now that I think about it, we finna get into, it's, it's a whole bunch of little nasty shit we finna get into today because I gotta get to this Josh Giddy nigga up next. But the same shit that we look at like with the side eye today, they looked at with the side eye back then. Just because niggas wasn't beating their ass and it wasn't a it wasn't the masses looking at them with the side eye, niggas that had morals was looking at that shit kind of suspect. But any man that has some money now, we're in the culture now to where if you got some money, my nigga, and they bring up a story that happened 20, 30 years ago that you damn sure don't remember, and it's a woman up there crying, my nigga. All it needs is for that story to get out, for a lawsuit, a civil suit to get out. Fuck taking you to tr- trying to get you charged. Man, fuck all that. Empty your bank account, my nigga. To be, su- to be a successful man, bro, is the most dangerous thing in the world. And I'm not trying to, you know, give a give a pass to anybody that did some, some nasty, creepy shit. But we can't sit here and be fucking idiots and act like it ain't some fucking false accusations being thrown out. There. It's false accusations thrown on niggas in the hood every day. We see it happen all the motherfucking me time. So don't think for a nigga who, who work at fucking Family Dollar telling you where the motherfucking me uh, Dove Soap is at, and he can get a false accusation thrown on him. Don't think a nigga who got a million or a billy can't get that shit thrown on them for some motherfucking me money. Mucho dinero, bitch. We got to stop the motherfucking me fugazi, but I'm not trying to excuse P. Diddy. Because I got to be honest with you, man. I'm conflicted every time I hear a story about, or accusation about these successful men. It ain't got nothing to do with them being black men. When I hear stories about these successful men that we grew up always just, not even idolizing. Like, I ain't fuck with P. Diddy like that, nigga. I'm from the West Coast, nigga. I fuck with Dr. Dre and them, nigga. But I'm not for sure act like P. Diddy wasn't the main fixture of my entire motherfucking me life. I'm 28, nigga. Every time I come across these, these major successful main figures in our life, and real yeah, like successful empire, uh, Hollywood, music, acting, whatever it is, sports, and they get these accusations thrown on them, bro, it's like, damn, it always conflicts me because it's like, especially the ones where it's like years later type shit, like, like motherfuckers did with Bill, Bill Cosby. They're still trying to get Bill Cosby for some shit to happen in the goddamn 60s. Every time I hear that shit, I always think about that quote from Batman, when Alfred was telling uh, Bruce Wayne, he was like, um, you live longer. you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself die to uh, become a villain. And that's really what it is with these niggas, because all these niggas was being viewed as huge pillars in our community, in our, in our culture. Fucking Bill Cosby, even fucking R. Kelly. Niggas knew R. Kelly was nasty as fuck, but until he just recently went to jail, niggas was still fucking with R. Kelly. But that's not fucking. That's not cut. That's not like we wasn't still watching the confessions uh, episodes. or not confessions. Uh, what was what was the name of that motherfucking me song? He was uh out the closet in, in the closet. we wasn't watching the in the closet motherfucking me series. Fucking episode one to episode two thousand bitch ass nigga trapped in the closet. We was watching that shit. We was supporting that shit. Nigga, I fuck with R. Kelly's music. I still do. I'm not for, like I don't fuck with that shit, but I'm not going to keep it real. I haven't listened to that shit. And honestly, I don't think it really got nothing to do with me trying to personally stay away from R. Kelly's music. It's just something about knowing who he's talking about. I can't let that slide, brother. It's like, it's one thing hearing a nigga talking. You think he's talking about a man, but when you even know he's talking about a little kid, a little girl, it's like, come on, bro. I can't listen to this shit. I, I, I can't do this shit. I can't play this when I'm finna pipe some thick, big, booty, mature, ebony bitch down. I can't do that. <laughs> but it's like you, you, it's like these niggas was heroes, bro. And it's like years go by and then an the accusation from, from 25, 30 years ago pops up and they get fucking crucified and they get, right, rightfully so, and they get their fucking careers, uh, legacy and shit tampered with. It's like, damn, these niggas become the fucking bad guy. How many more women going to come out against P. Diddy? I got to be honest with you. These freak-offs, it's is, is some wild ass. That's some wild shit. You got motherfucking me chicks coming out talking about some P. Diddy, and this nigga named Aaron Hall was tag team raping her and her best friend. You got a fucking video clip from fucking Aaron Hall. He talking about some niggas who know how he fuck is P. Diddy and Jodeci. It's is it's, it's, it's fucking it's free pretty ironic he said Jodice because one of the the the, uh, the lady from the second lawsuit said one of the witnesses to the video that P Diddy recorded when he was raping a chick, the chick. One of the niggas who seen it and told her that he seen it was the nigga from Jodice. Wow. All these dots are connected, my nigga. All these motherfucking dots are connected. And look, it ain't about it ain't about whether or not. You can prove this nigga actually didn't do it. Cause these ain't fucking criminal cases. These is these are civil cases. How many motherfucking me civil cases can a nigga settle about being a motherfucking me sexual abuser? Wow. How many civil suits can a nigga settle for the fucking public don't turn on a nigga? You it's still hush hush in the media. You know, the media is pretty much ran by New York media. New York media is king. New York media has not killed P. Diddy yet. You ain't heard no major hip-hop platforms really go in on this nigga. You ain't really heard them really even going to a deep dive about this shit. The only nigga I truly see talking about this shit and trying to figure out exactly what the fuck is going on is academics. That's the only nigga I'm seeing doing it. And maybe my eyes just ain't open wide enough. That's the only thing I'm seeing doing. I'm not seeing fucking The Breakfast Club. You got Joe Budden. Them niggas is tap dancing all around and shit. You've always heard stories about this nigga Diddy, bro. And I got to be honest with you. I didn't know Diddy was the real shit night. Wow. I didn't know niggas was this afraid of P. Diddy. I didn't know this nigga was out here blowing niggas' cars up. So this has to mean niggas really think he has something to do with that Tupac shit. You have you the way niggas is acting about not wanting to speak out against diddy not trying to be not trying you know i'm saying get involved with this p diddy shit because they scared of what, what diddy may do to them this niggas have to believe he has something to do with that tupac shit. if everybody know he blew up kid curdy car like what the fuck? wow he's blowing niggas cars up this is what this is blowing niggas cars allegedly it's what he doing Everybody know about these wild ass freak offs, this voyeurism ass shit. I ain't. I, I don't know no nigga, but it's one thing about a nigga being a cup. You know what I'm saying? His girl fucking her side dude or some shit. That's one thing. That, that, that's one thing that's out of bounds. I don't even know what to call a nigga that that hires male prostitutes, telling his girl to go make sure she go get a big dick black nigga. I don't even. I don't even know what to call that type of dude. That, that, that's so far out of bounds, my nigga. Like you should be locked up for that. I ain't gonna lie to you. You should be locked up for that. You should be locked up if you if you even have the the mindset of wanting to sit. You know, like in a, you know, like in an interrogation room where it's like the double sided mirror type shit. You gotta be a sick fuck to be sitting on the other side of that mirror on some jigsaw shit. Who, who had your girl hire a fucking bunch of random ass male prostitutes who only can be described as big dick man Wow! And you sitting in the back, you sitting on the other side of this double-sided mirror beating your shit, recording this shit. Wow. You should be locked up. You should be locked up. Them type of niggas used to fight ma- like mango cats and shit growing up, my nigga. Like, them type of niggas is sick in the head, B. Them type of niggas, like, nah, hell no, you should be clink, put him in the clink right now, in the clink, straight jacket this nigga but the stories keep coming, now see that was just some those, that was some voyeurism shit, that's a category on porn and shit, you know what I'm saying so I can see a nigga just selling that because he did not want that reputation to be killed, but Cassie did also say he raped her and you got these other women coming out talking about you drugged them Talking about you rape them. How many more civil cases can a nigga settle? Now, like I said, these last two don't seem as credible. And they do seem as if they're trying to latch on to the, to the train that Cassie started driving. Because there are ty- mad typos in lawsuits. If there's typos in a lawsuit, I can't take it serious. I'm being honest with you. You're not even referring to Cassie as her real name. You're calling her Cassie Ventura when her name is actually Cassandra. Many of you may say, nigga, you know what we're talking about. Of course I know what you're talking about. Well, this is a lawsuit we're talking about. A lawsuit, no, we're not using no fucking rap names. And if in a lawsuit, it's not going to say uh, P. Diddy rating me. It's going to say Sean Combs. We're not suing no pseudonyms, nigga. We're not suing no alter egos. We're not suing no fucking personalities. We suing the person. That motherfucker gonna say Sean Combs, a.k.a. P. Diddy. Cassandra Ventura, a.k.a. Cassie. That motherfucker not going to refer to them as their rap names or their stage names throughout the lawsuit. <clears throat> and in both lawsuits that followed the uh, the Cassie lawsuit, they have typos and they have they referred to her as her stage name. Which lets me know these was rushed, which lets me know that these are just trying to, have to attach themselves to the hype train to try to get them some money by any means. And I'm not mad at it. If this shit actually took place, and you feel like you finally got like a some chink in the armor type shit, if you finally feel some chink in the armor, you can finally get some, some justice, I'm all for it. If you're going to do it, make sure you do the shit right. Make sure you do the shit absolutely right. Don't go be hiring no motherfucking me cheap-ass, free-ass, public def- uh, uh, defenders and shit like that with typos and shit. He ain't, ain't nobody finna sell that shit. That shit look full-gazy. That shit looks full-gazy, but it opens the door, it opens the motherfucking me door for more women to keep coming out. And we know the Bill Cosby shit got up to like 200 and some women or something like that. It was even men saying, I'm even hearing the fucking L bodyguard saying nigga Diddy was trying to put a pill in some niggas drinks. You got rumors talking about Diddy took Justin Bieber for charity and shit. Like wow. That. I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Growing up, I thought Diddy was just a cool nigga. I ain't gonna lie. I thought he was a cool nigga. But it's like the older you get, boy. Niggas, 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 niggas get exposed, man. And it's so fucked up in 2023. I don't even know it's true or not. <laughs> We believe, we believe the Cassie shit because we've always thought Diddy was probably on some weird shit. So he, the voyeurism shit don't actually sound that far off. I remember hearing him call Fabulous Daddy. But then when it comes from a significant other, a partner of his that you can actually tie to him for so long, for so long, you tend to believe it. And I don't know how I would have felt if they, if he never settled and it's almost a week later, it's a week later for her filing that motherfucking lawsuit. Because we all know there was going to be more to come. There's still going to be more to come in this situation now he even settled that. But we knew from that Cassie shit and discovery there's going to be so much more information uh, unfolding and, and told to the public that that's why I say maybe that's why he settled. But since he settled, there's still going to be a question mark put on that shit. And we all know how this world works, man. Time, look, shit, news is something else is going to happen in the news. You just, the next day, what happened? Jamie Foxx getting accused of some shit. Jimmy Iovine getting accused of some shit. The media has already been working. I don't think the media expected the motherfucker to be double back, let alone a triple back to goddamn EP, did he? Wow. I think the fucking news media was like, okay, let's get this Jamie Foxx news out there. Let's get this Jimmy Iovine news out there. Who else we got? Oh, P. Diddy again. Okay, got there. Wait, P. Diddy a third time? They wasn't expecting that. They don't know how many motherfucking me women going to come out. They don't. One, okay, let's sell that, get her out the way. Two, okay, maybe this, ain't, this this one ain't as credible. Three, all right, this one ain't as credible. We people, goddamn, Diddy, what the fuck is truly going on? How many women are going to come out against Sean Combs? How far is this going to go? Because how if, if if fucking Bill Cosby went to fucking prison, bro, for some shit that happened in the 60s and 70s and 80s, however fucking long ago, granted, he got released because he never was supposed to go. If he went to trial for this shit, how many more motherfucking me silver cases are there going to be? I watched Long the way too much, bro. Olivia Benson after they done found some research and then noticed you did settle umpteen times out of a uh, civil court when he was being accused of sexual abuse Olivia Benson be on that ass wow fuck all that we we putting them dogs on you how many more times is y'all gonna allow PD to settle I'll leave it at that <laughs> I'll fucking leave it at that <laughs> Um, but moving on man Let's get to Josh Giddy real fast. You know, this Josh Giddy situation is, uh, is interesting. It's very motherfucking interesting. Um, it's weird. It's creepy. I really don't understand it. But it's very, very interesting. If you don't know who Josh Giddy is, Josh Giddy is a starting shooting guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Josh Giddy is a very, very promising young athlete, very att- uh, promising young talent in the NBA. Um, he's a playmaker, he's a facilitator. Um, he's nice, he's very crafty with the basketball. Uh, I'm not talking about Josh Giddy because of his play on the court. The nigga can play. He, he, the white boy can play. He can he, that's been a, he has been deemed a nice, a nice up-and-coming talent since his rookie his fucking rookie year. But I've never once came on this platform and talked about Josh Giddy as much as I like his style of basketball. I'm talking about Josh Giddy because Josh Giddy has wrapped himself up in a situation to where. Allegedly, apparently, he's in a relationship with a 16-year-old girl. Wow. 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 Josh Giddey is in the NBA. I told you he's a starting shooting guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say... A nigga can't be attracted to who he's attracted to. But Josh Giddey is 21 years old. 21 years old in the NBA starting. You mean to tell me, my nigga, there isn't a woman that's at least 19 years old who will not throw you that pussy? Wow. You can't tell. Look, I'm 28, bro, and I feel weird even saying that. That you can find a 19-year-old to throw you that pussy. You couldn't find that at least. At 21, you couldn't find that. At 21, you ain't fucking no 30-year-olds. At 21, you ain't fucking no 24-year-old models, my nigga. You ain't popping the models, my nigga. But look, I'm not finna-the reason why I saw one more information is because I did some research, bro. And it only took two Google searches josh giddy is australian okay josh giddy is from a place where legal age of consent is 16 years old wow josh giddy plays for the oklahoma city thunder the legal age of consent in oklahoma city is 16. please. wow we have to understand that morally, I I hate that. This shit is sick to me. This is like when chicks in and when you was a freshman or sophomore in high school and the chick was fucking with the nigga who graduated two, three years prior. And he's picking her up in, in, in his fucking car and shit. This is basically that. Wow. This is, this is the equivalent to that. And I always, I dislike the shit. I hate the shit, you know, back in the day, you know, a lot of our fathers and shit was fucking with shit, with, with, with women who was like five or six years younger than them. Like we, a lot of us come from that back in the eighties, and that's how shit was going on back then. But it's like as we get older, as we're in twenty twenty three, we kind of trying to get away from that. We know the whole Carl Malone situation. This isn't the same situation. Carl Malone got a thirteen year old pregnant, my nigga. Carl Malone was a in college. And got a 13-year-old girl pregnant. I don't give a fuck. What a nigga say. That shit right there. Fuck no. Hell no. Fuck no. You was in college. And you got a 13-year-old pregnant. That shit is. That's in a category. All by itself. As much as I dislike this shit morally what Josh Giddy is doing, bro. I don't think it's this, I don't think it's the story that people is making it. I don't think there needs to be criminal action going on left. If, they, if it's proven that he was messing with this little girl when she was 15, 14, and all that, bro, I'm with it. Get his ass about the league, send his bass deport his ass uh back to Australia. Lock his ass in chains with kangaroos. Get his ass out of here. But legally, y'all the ones who got this fucked up ass law? At 16, my nigga, I couldn't, look, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was 16 years old, looking back to it, when I was 16 years old, my nigga, and 28-year-old me, I wouldn't allow that 16-year-old version of me to make that fucking decision in the world right now. Wow. If I was sitting right here with my 16-year-old self, I would literally be fucking fucking uh picking and pointing everything and we not doing nothing that this little motherfucker wanna say. I don't even I don't, I don't trust my 16-year-old self right now. I wouldn't do it. If I can go back in time, you shut the fuck up, nigga. I'm I'm calling the shots around this motherfucker. We finna change some things. But I'm not a motherfucking me lawmaker. I don't know what's gonna go. You seen Giddy had the motherfucking me little um, practice uh, interview session. They tried to ask him about it. He said, obviously, he understands the questioning, but he has no comments at this time. And I think that's the right thing to do. Don't say shit at this, at this moment in time. You need to let the investigation play out because if you truly, you know what I'm saying, was fucking with this little girl before she was 16 years old, I'm sorry, my nigga. You, you, you in deep shit. Honestly, you in deep shit in, in the public eye anyway. Because me personally, I I, don't, I can't fuck with Josh Giddy no more. But do I think the nigga should be locked up and is should people be calling him a pedophile? I don't know, bro. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair for a nigga to be getting called a pedophile for fucking with a fucking legal you know what I'm saying, of age consenting a, consenting adult by the law, I guess. That's, it's sick. It's sick as fuck. It's, it's truly sick as fuck. It's truly sick as fuck. And it's going to be interesting to see what the NBA does do about this because, of course, he didn't break any laws criminally. He you know, just can't be criminally charged for anything. But there also was a young man who, who didn't do anything criminally wrong, could be charged criminally, and his name was uh, Demetrius uh, Moran. John Moran didn't do shit. The law couldn't do shit. There was investigations launched. He came out unscathed when it came to being criminally charged. And yet alone, the NBA felt it was detrimental to the uh, to the NBA, to their image. And they suspended that young man. That man lost out on millions upon, millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. His image took a hit. He's being suspended for 25 games this season. His team's ass. So that's damn near a lost season if he don't come back on some Super Saiyan shit and, and turn things around for damn near win MVP if he can. But he can't because he's going to miss the, the fucking 65-game mark. And we know what that's gonna and we know what his image is gonna his image is gonna take a hit so bad that he's gonna have to fucking play out of his mind for the next five years, four, four to five years before they actually give him an award. They're not gonna give him an award next year or the year after that. He's gonna have to put in straight godlike work like Kobe did to fucking get one MVP. What are you gonna do to Josh Giddy, who if you compare a nigga dangling a fucking gun, which we found out was a fucking liar this whole time. If you going to suspend that nigga for dangling a, a, a gun lighter and acting like he's uh, toting that bitch. What are you going to do to the nigga who is fucking making all these raunchy ass TikToks? These depressed. I was coming across that shit on TikTok. And I was like, what the fuck is Judge G talking about? He having whole problems. The whole time, he was talking about a fucking 15, 16-year-old little girl. Wow. What are you going to do about the dude who's publicly exploiting his fucking relationship with a fucking high schooler? What are you going to do with that guy? What are you going to do with him? He ain't bringing in the fucking cash revenue that John Morant was. It ain't no fucking little kids running around talking about some, I want to be Josh Giddy. Wow. Hey, Bitches ain't, motherfuckers ain't doing the gritty because of Josh Giddy. Come on, man. Everybody know John played play for the Lakers, the Bulls, the Knicks. That nigga be the face of the league. He damn near the face of the league in Memphis, my nigga. Wow. We got to stay. I tell niggas all, I've been saying it from day one. I don't believe Adam Silver is a great... Uh, um, um, president of, of of anything. Niggas always kill Roger Goodell. I feel like Roger Goodell's been put in some very tough situations, bro. There's been a lot of shit that happened in the NFL. So Roger Goodell had to be the face of some wild ass calls. But this Adam Silver nigga, we let Adam Silver escape because he came in and got rid of Donald Sterling. My nigga, that was the easiest shit to do in the fucking world. The actual game of basketball itself has been watered the fuck down. It's been stripped of its true integrity. This is not the game that, nigga, none of us over the age of fucking uh, motherfucking me 12 has grew up watching and love the club play. This is not the same game. He's ruined the game of basketball. I I love the players. I love it being a player's league, but he's he's relinquished damn near all the power to the players. And it's just not the same game. The rules, the refs, everything. The end-season tournament, the, the, the fucking uh, post-season tournament, the play-in, all this bullshit. All this bullshit. But when it comes to these hard decisions, these, these miscalculations of, of, of unfair motherfucking me, un, it, it's not fair across the board, all these decisions that you're making, With the John Morant situation, with Melo being kicked out the league, no vets being in the league to really. Fucking niggas is fucking on little 15, 16-year-old girls, and you've yet to release a statement. Wow. I guess, man. I fucking guess. But this Josh Giddey situation is gonna be very interesting to see how the league handles this because at a certain point in time, we gotta just keep it real. This is horrible for the NBA image. He's not a huge star like that, but the Oklahoma City Thunder are an up-and-coming team. The Oklahoma City Thunder are expected to do big things. He's a huge pivotal piece to that team, going now and going forward. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Josh Giddy because although it's not something criminally yet, but the imagery of the NBA, they can't, they, they can't allow this. You can't allow a nigga to be dropping 15 and 15, getting praise and, you know what I'm saying, getting all this love and behind, he going home fucking on the fucking little girl who ain't even graduated high school yet. Wow. We can't do that. We can't do that. I'm not saying nigga can't be in the league, but he got to, he, something, something got to happen. I don't even know if, it's, that's the thing. Right? Damn, it just hit me. That's the thing, fam. I don't even know if you can't suspend Josh Geek. Because when you suspend Josh Gideon, he comes back from suspension, and they can say he do get 25, 30 game suspension, right? And he comes back from suspension. What they gonna say when he comes back from suspension? And Josh Gideon returns from his suspension from uh, fucking a little girl. Wow. Like that what you you better off? You uh, on some real shit that the league is better off. Just letting this shit, die, sweep the shit under the rug. The John Red shit, you know what I'm saying? The first time they ain't say shit. He, they talked to him, and I was that. This Josh Giddy shit, man, call that nigga up to the office, get the whole scoop, and tell that nigga, hey, don't even take her out in the public. Stay your ass far away from her if you're going to be fucking her. Long distance, my nigga. Because... You don't even want this to be a continued topic of conversation. You really want to hope that this gets swept under the rug. He goes out there. He, he performs. The team does well. You know what I'm saying? Other storylines pop up throughout the year, not even just from basketball. You hope some, you hope the fucking uh, football, some football nigga snapping and beat his baby mama. Now you hope for a lot of shit in a scenario like this because this shit is kind of wild that this is, the, this is the news cycle going on for the Oklahoma City Thunder now. Like, Chet Holmgren may very well be the rookie of the year. Shea Gilders may very well be an MVP candidate. The Williams boys. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got the Pokoshowski nigga. You got Lou Dort. And Josh Giddy was supposed to be the glue that helped for, make sure all that shit continued to facilitate right. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting to see what Adam Silver and all them niggas do with this Josh Giddy nigga man. Real talk. Who was it? Joe Dumars. Joe Dumars was in there. He in charge of suspensions and shit, right? Yeah, okay. Let's see what Joe Dumars do to Josh Giddy. Come on, my nigga, you gotta step up now, bad boys nigga. <laughs> Real talk. Uh, but moving on, man. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, I want to say this, man. You know, a few episodes ago, I talked about this video that circulated. Uh, about my homeboy, uh, Vontae, who was fucked up. Uh, he a tweaker. And there was uh, some more of my homies uh, from back in the day. They was recording a video, and, you know, they, I felt they was kind of clowning my nigga a little bit. And I kind of snapped on them niggas a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And it came, from a right, it came from the right place, you know, so I wasn't really trying to start beefing my niggas or nothing like that. It was just me being um, sensitive to the fact that, damn, a nigga that I once seen being um, – I mean, I'm not for serious and, 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 and act like this nigga was supposed to be some type of fucking star or something. Like, fuck, I didn't see that for Vontae. But I thought Vontae was going to be at least, you know what I'm saying, good out here. out here. Like, So he's going to be back in the streets doing some stupid banging shit. Or he was going to be, nigga, probably a coach or something. I don't know. Something. But I didn't think nigga's going to be a motherfucking tweaker. So I was sensitive to the fact that, damn, a nigga who I saw is, um, being far more developed than everybody else at our young age to see where he's at now. I'll sense to the fact that the nigga I once saw who could have been somebody is nobody. And hearing niggas clown him that I felt she had that same um, emotion, it just triggered something in me. And I got to be real. I'm not in them niggas' shoes, but them niggas see that nigga every day, bro. When nigga, keep coming to their job, tweaking the shit every day, bro. I'm from a nigga, I'm, I'm 20,000, half a million thousand miles away, nigga. I'm like, damn, look at Vontae. Oh, this is my first time seeing Vontae nigga in six, seven years type shit. So it's like, when I see that shit, it's like, damn, it's fucked up. But when I think back I listen, and I listen back to the episode, even when I was editing it, I kind of felt bad talking crazy to them niggas like that because um, I don't understand. I truly don't understand. And I went in on my niggas, bro. And I do want to take time. I want to apologize to them guys because they didn't deserve that. Um, you know, I got to cop Some please because that shit was kind of fucked up. You know, I, I was I kind of went on niggas. but I, I do stand by what I stand by. Like, just drive by that nigga, man. Like, don't don't record that nigga no more, man. That shit kind of fucked up because although you didn't post that shit, that video did make it to me, a nigga who's twenty thousand miles away. <laughs> wow. And. I don't know, man. It's fucked up to see niggas like that. Another nigga from my football team, I just see that nigga mug shot. He crashed out. I never would have saw this for that nigga. He was one of the most astute niggas I ever met in my life. I nigga Ronald, man. Nigga Ronald got booked on some crash dummy shit. Nigga just one night just crashed the fuck out. Nigga went to multiple motherfucking me uh, uh, gas stations, robbed a joint. For fucking Newports and, and, and $15 and stupid bullshit like that. Days later, hit another gas station. I gotta be honest with you, bro. It's 2023. If your lick idea is hitting gas stations, bro. Wow. That's like some eight, 1980s, 90s, early 2000s shit. You still doing stupid crimes for fucking Newports? That's why I wanna be understanding this you be committing crime. If I'm gonna commit a crime, my nigga. It's going to be a crime that the risk was worth it. I'm trying to rob a bank or some stupid shit. I'm trying to fucking me come up on $8 million. It got to be at least a million or some shit like that. Some money that I just can't reasonably see myself touching throughout my lifetime. It ain't even got to be all at once. If I can sit back and, 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 and process over 5, 10, 15, 20, on my lifetime how much money I can accumulate and if it's that money I'm not I'm not risking my life for. it. But if it's 20 million, 30 million, 50 million, and there's no way I can see myself touching that money, you fucking right. I'm risking it. You crashed out over some fucking over what? How much money do you think is in that register, my nigga? Let's be, let's be real. It ain't no it ain't 10K in that bitch. It ain't 5K. Niggas I bet there ain't even 1K in that motherfucking register. You crashing out, and I'm telling you, bro, I never would have saw this with this nigga. I thought this nigga would have been fucking good somewhere, playing a fucking saxophone somewhere, you wow. know, what I'm saying, on some blues clues type shit. A soul brother ass nigga. What the fuck? This nigga crashed out, bro. All right. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, you know. But people that's been tapped in from day one, you know, I'm a big brother. A lot of things I do in my life is, is just to show my little brother that shit can be done. You know, my little brother doing this thing. I told y'all, you know, he had his own place. Had a little hiccup, you know what I'm saying? But he bounced back, got his own place again. Like, I love the motherfucker. Me see that? I got him a little chick, you know what I'm saying? She came over, cooked the nigga Thanksgiving food. I love to see that for my little nigga. But the reason why I bring it up about my little niggas because I always should tell my little nigga when he was growing up is that, Yo, you don't want to be that guy. The niggas you think is cool now, the niggas you think is good now, the niggas who swagged out right now because they mama buying they call all that 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 bullshit that you focused on right now—you gotta understand, bro. When you get older, it's gonna be some niggas who ain't making. It's gonna be some niggas who ain't making. A lot of times, bro, when I was telling my little brother that shit, I gotta be real with y'all, niggas, man. I was speaking from a place that, um. I hadn't truly seen that shit yet. Of course, I had seen niggas who was cool in middle school. And about time we hit our early twenties, them niggas were known shit. But now that I'm 28, and a lot of them niggas I'm t- that I'm I went to school when I was around. We knocking on 30 type shit. That fall off has gotten deeper. You know, the fall off from high school to early 20s is really just, oh, you probably ain't got your own car. You probably just stand with your mom and them still. You know, so you probably still selling some, some dope or some shit like that, some weed, some bullshit like that. You probably still going to these little on-campus college parties. You probably still doing that shit. But the fall off when you're in your mid-20s today and they're knocking on 30s or late 20s, that's the... Oh, niggas is crackheads. <laughs> wow. That's the, oh, niggas is getting locked up and crashing out doing stupid shit. Wow. That's the, oh, niggas and niggas getting locked up for beating babies and shit. That's, wow. like the, that's when you start hearing these stories and you start seeing these realities, you know what I'm saying? For for these niggas. So now that I'm 28 and I'm seeing these niggas, a nigga who I thought was smart as fucking high school, a nigga who I went off to college, I didn't know if he graduated or not. I don't know what happened to a lot of these niggas. 99.9% of these niggas, I truly don't know what happened to these niggas. So when I hear about these niggas, I see these niggas mug shots, and it's like, what the fuck? is What happened to you, my nigga? And wise words of Capo or RP, my nigga. You used to be that nigga. Boy, what happened to you? This shit just, I don't know, man. I used to tell my little brother shit all the time, man. And now that I'm actually seeing this shit play out. It's like, damn. As much as I, as much as I have to think about, yeah, I'm a. Co- I got a college degree. I got my bachelor's, bro. I got a, I got a bachelor' and I got a motherfucking me, uh, uh, and I got a, uh, what the fuck is that? a, a minor in journalism. I got a major and a minor, and I be feeling bad because I got two jobs, my nigga. Like, I live out in AZ, but cost of living is high as fuck out here now. I got two jobs. I will be feeling bad. Like, damn, bro. I got a fucking college degree. I got two jobs. I got a business with this podcast shit. Like, bro, like, I'm stretched too thin. But then I gotta sit back and be happy about that shit because it's niggas who are, who would who would die to be in my position. And it's niggas who will look at that and say, nigga, you 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 ain't you ain't living a life that I want. You working, you working, you working. Yeah, I'm working, my nigga. But I'm working for a goal, my nigga. I got a business that I'm trying to grow up off the ground. And to that shit can, can pay for this expensive-ass uh, cost of living on her AZ, yes, I'm going to be working my ass up. I've never been a nigga to sit back. I've never been a nigga to fall back. I've never been a nigga to crash out. These niggas is crashing out, man. And that's why I feel bad. And that's why I feel bad by going off on, on them niggas because I went off on two niggas who ain't crashed out. I went off on two niggas who was working. I went off on two niggas who was hustling, getting it in. A niggas who's providing for their family, niggas who providing for themselves, a niggas who was good out here. I went off on niggas who was good out here for recognizing niggas who wasn't good out here. And that shit didn't sit well with me, man. So it's fucked up to see niggas I once knew, once niggas, niggas who I once called friends, niggas who I, you know what I'm saying, once would be out, be out with, to see them niggas crashing out and fucked up like that. Who knows, man? Who knows what's going on in these niggas' heads, man? Who, who really motherfucking me knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, man, we're going to get the fuck up out of here, man. It's going to be a little shorter episode than usual, man. I'm a little bit under the weather. I just wanted to make sure I came here and tapped in with the motherfucking me, folks. Um, I do got to start getting ready for work as well. I um, want to get a little something in my system before I get the fuck up out of here. Um, so we're going to drop it at that, man. Um, I think we covered everything. We covered Diddy being a nasty-ass man. Um, once being looked at as a hero and living longer see yourself as the villain now more lawsuits being uh being uh filed against diddy um you got the josh giddy situation oh my god the josh giddy situation. <laughs> it's too much nasty freaky shit going on in the goddamn me world man um but yeah i think that's everything we touched on man um so with that being said yo, dj drop that fire ass beat my boy um you know, great-ass episode, man. Great-ass motherfucking episode, man. Um, I truly appreciate all the love and motherfucking support, man. Without y'all, man. Look, this Thanksgiving was so weird, bro, because I really was. I did on some solo shit, you know what I'm saying? I sat back and followed me on social media, smoked some of the fattest joints I've ever smoked in my life. I um, sat back, watched the sports, won some parlays, and just needed the peaceful, man. It's a lot of bullshit going on in my life right now. I just need to be alone, man. So being alone gave me the, the time to be rejuvenated, you know what I'm saying? Spent the time with my dog. Man. Was just chilling, man. So um, I love the shit, man. I love y'all, man. Thank y'all for everything y'all do for me, everything y'all do for this show. Let's keep building. us that part of you. Get this motherfucker. show in the right hands, man. Become the greatest motherfucker we show in the world that we all know we are, man. Uh, so with that being said, you know I give up on this side, man. It's all love these ways. Never let them side trick you with the bullshit. Always keep the main thing the main. Thing, stay safe. Stay sharp. Stay sane. And that's just the episode. Man, we out this motherfucker. Peace. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hey man, great ass motherfucking me episode, man. episode one hundred and eighty-eight. Man, thin line between genius and insanity, hosted by yours truly. Oh gee! <laughs> you know the motherfucking me, rest, man. We on the ground two hundred, man. This shit don't stop for a motherfucking me. So I do want to say thank you for tapping in. If you're new to the show, thank you, man. If you take if you tapped in from day one. You know I appreciate you, man. I know who all my day ones is, man. We in this motherfucker, man. We touching all corners of the motherfucking me world, man. Let's keep us empire brick by motherfucking me brick. I love y'all. And I holla at y'all when I holla at y'all, man. Peace. Welcome to Raw is yeah. OG. Actually, man, you know the fuck, man. Go play on me, man. <laughs> you dig? You bitch, you.